0: Have you ever had anyone tell you that you need to lower your standards?
1: No, because I think they tell me I need to hire my standards. You <laughs>
0: need to raise your standards. Yeah. I'm sorry. When is the morgue hosting their next like speed dating? Right. right? What's up, guys? Hi. Did my voice get weird?
1: No, that was just a different intro.
0: (laughs) Welcome back to another episode of Perfectly Incapable. My name's Adam,
1: and I'm back, fuckers. (laughs) Yes.
0: (laughs) Happy to have Lewis back. How Uh, are you, Lewis? Oh,
1: I am dandy and full of so many stories to tell you guys. You have no idea. How are you? I'm excited. (laughs) Tell me your stories. Oh well, as you all know, my father is still in the hospital. He's doing better though, so we're on the mend. I went on a date. Oh. Can you believe it? I yeah, remember I told you I went on that weird date I was going to do. I met this guy while I was in the hospital, actually. We were te- texting this Texasaurus. On the day that we were supposed to meet, that was the day my father, like, stroked out. Or, I'm sorry, aspirated is the word I guess we're using for it. He aspirated. Okay. So I was like, oh, hey, my father basically just died in front of me. I cannot come on this date tonight. He's like, Oh yeah, no, totally cool, whatever. <laughs> so then <laughs> So then No worries. No worries. It's cool. I was like, Great, thank you for understanding. So then <laughs> next week, which was which would be this week that we're recording, he like messaged me on Monday and was like, Hey, what are you doing tomorrow? And I was like, Well, I am trying to go to this gamer night that uh, this bar is hosting. Um, I've been trying to go every time to show support and help out, so I'm kind of doing that. He's like, oh, that sounds cool, dot, dot, dot. So (laughs) I don't know why and what version of my mind it sounded like a great idea to have my friends and meeting somebody at the same time for the first time, like in the same place. So in Mm -hmm. my like chaos brain, I was like, yeah, let's do that. And then of course, Katie canceled on, on us. And I was like, you bitch, now it's a double date. So then it was me, Mike and Ryan and this guy and like, it went fine. We had a really good conversation whatever, but like midway through the date, I feel so bad. I don't know if he's gonna listen to this because we followed each other on Instagram. Then he unfollowed me. I found out unfollowed me. Yes. After the date. Well, hold on. We'll get there. So, so then we dates cool, whatever. But midway through the date, I was like, I don't know if I want to be dating. So I was like, I don't know if I'm ready to like date someone. And like, he was really awesome, really cool. (laughs) But I was like, I don't know. So by the third vodka cranberry, I was like, just babbling up a storm, like bouncing around a Cardi B and Kylie Minogue, having a great time. And uh, so then whatever it happens, whatever. And then I come home and uh, he texts me and he's like, hey, I had a really great time. You're really awesome. Like, be honest. Would you want to meet again? And oh my god! So I'm not good at this. I'm not good at. I didn't want to go and like no, breaking like not going forward with a a a partner. I guess you would say a man's. Right. So I was like, hey, I had a really great time, too. You're really awesome. But I don't know if I'm, like, in the right mindset right now to be dating. And I know a lot of it is because of what's happening right now in my life. So, I mean, it's Mm kind of messy. So I was, like, I cited that with it. But I also am, like, you're very nice. And he's very. that's the thing. He's very nice. And, like, there really wasn't much flirtation and pushback, which is hard for me because I need someone that's going to be, like, in my face because I'm very much in everyone else's faces. Mm -hmm. So... (laughs) At first, he was like, he was like, oh, yeah, me too. I shouldn't be dating either then. And I was like,
0: oh. then
1: I was like, well, what? I was like, OK, before you wanted to be and now you're not. OK, cool. And he was like, oh, well, let's well, let's not. He's like, I have a hard time switching from dating to friend, like someone that I'm interested in to friends. So I'm go-. I was like, relatable. And then, I, and then he was like, why don't we keep each other's numbers and then reach out in a couple months? OK, I was like, oh, what? So I don't know if that's supposed to be like, I might want to date you later on. Will we just be friends later on? I, will I will I not be as young and beautiful in the future, like, like Lana Del Rey song? What is this Lana Del Rey <laughs> I was like, I don't understand. Like, I was like, uh, okay. So I said, okay, cool. And he's like, that's cool with you? I was like, yeah. <laughs> OK. And so then I was like, we haven't texted since. And then I was on Instagram and I was like, oh, I wonder what he's up to. It's like something popped up and I was like, oh, I should see not following me anymore. And I was like, oh, sorry. Yikes. I guess we're really just quitting it, kick, kicking it off cold turkey, huh? Yeah. Isn't it, it's just like a weird thing for me. I don't know. Huh. This is why I'm not dating. All
0: right. Well, on that note, I think <laughs> we'll, uh, we'll jump into our, our topics. Hey. So a lot of, you know, it's Pride Month. Happy Pride Month. And so naturally, a lot of brands are, uh, this is when they choose to really, really promote their uh, gay agenda. Mm -hmm. But, you know, it's, it's, I I did read a series of tweets yesterday as far as businesses. A lot of people hate businesses just coming out during Pride Month. And they're just like, gay, rainbow this and pride that. Mm -hmm. And. Sure. It's, you know, that whole (laughs) one meme from the the guy with the backwards hat. He comes up, he's like, hello, fellow gays, (laughs) like businesses during Pride Month. But at the same time, I I still appreciate any business that is openly supportive of gay rights and Pride Month, because there are so many companies that are either not or very much like just standing back with their hands in the air. Business or not, money or not, I still appreciate these companies. So Sephora announced for Pride Month, they started having a lot of ads on Hulu. I was watching a show the other night and saw the Sephora ad. And so they're they have these classes for confidence. It's this program, um, ninety minute classes where clients of all gender expressions can explore their personal beauty style in a safe, welcoming, and inclusive environment. So the if you go to sephora.com/belong, they have this whole page. The big headline is bold beauty for the transgender community. Identify as we, and so they've got all of these commercials with all gender identities and. Just different individuals expressing themselves with, obviously, Sephora makeup and beauty Mm -hmm. products. Sephora is donating $1 from the sale of every product in this selection to support LGBTQ organizations.
1: I love that. And and that's what I was going to say about brands doing it. Because there are Mm -hmm. some brands and stuff that aren't donating money Mm -hmm. to any organization. So that's my asterisk on the representation of it. If you're not using the money that you're making and giving a portion, if not all of it, to, uh, some sort of LGBTQ plus organizations or paying your artists or whatnot, like that's kind of shitty. That's where I don't want to be pandered to. And I don't want you like making money off of my identity, you know? Right. Like that's where I'm at with
0: it. And I, I definitely understand that. And I do agree with you. I still do appreciate being supportive of the LGBTQ community it's not like chick-fil-a putting out rainbow wrappers
1: well, <laughs> for the month
0: of pride like that would what the what are you doing
1: that would be that's pride.
0: literally just i'm not a, getting into that
1: either i'm not gonna do it mm-hmm.
0: so next up lyft has added pronoun options for writers Dope. which i think is incredible Yeah. um in in the app uh under the menu you can go to your profile there's personal info and then you have the option to add your pronoun oh And then um, last headline, Tennessee became the first state in the South with hate crime laws protecting transgender people.
1: What up, Tennessee? You're the only 10 I see. (laughs) I Uh, did not actually think you were going to try to make that. (laughs) Oh, bitch, I was. I haven't been here in two weeks. Okay, (laughs) here we are. Yeah, no, that's awesome. Like, I saw that and I was like, that's a shocker. That's a surprise. Also literally like good and I think the big thing is like an article it said they still have to go through trial and whatever but it's still of like course gonna be considered and I think it's still they're trying to figure out like what is considered a hate crime and like figuring it out but I'm like eh, all of it <laughs> if you're right. literally being fucking rude about something like you're being hate crime it's probably a hate crime.
0: Yeah, I was I was out on Friday for a friend's birthday, and I brought this up, and there were two people from Tennessee there. Everyone was just like, "What? Yeah, Tennessee? Oh
1: my god, I love that! I love that I, I, know I, know I, love that I gave s- you a conversation starter. You did, so nice." <laughs> And look at you um, talking to people. I talk to people. <laughs> wow. You, wow. You did He left, left his apartment. house, went outside, socialized and brought up topical, topical things in the world.
0: I met five new people. It was crazy. Oh
1: my God. A gentleman, a gentleman of the cul- of the cultured world. Yeah. And look at you. That's me
0: all right let's jump into uh our episode today Mm. i'm very excited i you are i'm actually i think i'm only saying i'm really (laughs) excited because you you came out of nowhere you were like you must be really into what did you say like somebody's really feeling this episode
1: yeah i was like someone's really into this topic
0: i just actually like had a lot of time for notes this week
1: (laughs) i i didn't know what it was but these were like the most detailed notes you've ever done and i was like oh my god someone's really feeling this this week
0: so we are talking about okay it's a little hard to describe off i the love bat. that you
1: say it's hard to describe and like i immediately knew what you meant
0: okay so it's not hard to describe no so standards yeah specifically going to be covering more about relationships i guess but also touching on all aspects of your life i mean your work your job your family all relationships and i mean it bleeds into all of our life I guess first up, this episode really formulated while I was reading the subtle art of not giving a fuck. I really a do recommend it. I rarely get, get this hard behind, oh. like.
1: Ooh. Ah, course is going. Okay.
0: Okay. Ah. Okay. Ah. Not that rare.
1: <laughs> yeah, I was like, wait a minute. <laughs> I'm
0: just kidding. Me. I don't have sex. <laughs> um, I rarely get behind something this <laughs> intensely.
1: <laughs> I
0: can't. I can't. I there's can't. No, you,
1: no, there's no better way to say this Just than move I, forward. Okay. I'm 12.
0: We're not going to be like criticizing the idea of having standards or criticizing what standards are definitely not as far as looks it's more about the way that we define the success of our relationship or or situations in an effective way
1: yeah i realize my standards are probably super low it's not that i don't have any it's that they're pretty low i don't the the bar the bar's not too high is what i'm saying that's fine i literally because like i'm like you don't have much to compete with tbh (laughs) You've literally all heard of my, basically my entire dating past. So as you know, the bar is not high. Like, this is such a weird topic for me. Like, it feels like guidelines that you're supposed to look at and be like, okay, what do I want? What don't I want? And like, how's that going to shape the rest of my life and Mm -hmm. they literally just seems like rules and guidelines you're supposed to have for yourself. I don't think they're for any, like they're not necessarily for a partner per se. I would think it's more like you, what do I want? What do I need? And that's why we keep like reevaluating them. Like as you go, you should be reevaluating them. Like as you experience it, You should be reevaluating
0: them. Yeah. Just jumping ahead in the notes. Oh, sorry. (laughs) (laughs) No,
1: I'm I'm picking on you.
0: I mean, you are, but that's fine. Generally, I think we set standards or like guidelines for ourselves or a partner as a way to prioritize certain criteria that we deem most important to us. Mm -hmm. It's kind of like making sure that you're not going into a a relationship unhappy. Mm -hmm like you're not going to start off on the wrong foot. I mean, you might still. Yeah. If you if you have some of these these standards or these things that you're looking for in a partner emotionally, you're you're not going to automatically be let down. Hopefully. Hopefully. Like you might you'll probably get there. Yeah. But at least you're not like automatically like oh shit, I hate him, but we'll see what this goes.
1: <laughs> wow, just <laughs> you
0: know, just call me out, <laughs> And so obviously there are the superficial standards, like dating someone with a timeshare that makes six figures or, you know, just has a car. Yeah. But there's also the more intellectually integral standards that would be really difficult for us to do without, like the ability to hold a conversation. For me, having like a dark or crass sense of humor, just a fondness for dogs over cats. I don't know. I love dogs. Yeah.
1: Oh my God. I what? met a dog at the park the other day. Her name is Coco. She was four years old and she just walked up and sat in front of me and I was like, Oh, you sweet angel. And the owner was like, wow, she loves you. I was like, I know. And I love her so much.
0: And now Lewis has a dog.
1: I am that I stole the dog and ran. <laughs> I'm on the run. I'm actually not in my own home. I'm in a motel. I different. I'm in a motel.
0: <laughs> <laughs> I appreciate you taking your equipment.
1: Oh, well, you know, I have to make a living somehow. That's true. Um, no, I agree. But, but like, again, like, I think that's what we've grown up thinking. Like our standards are kind of put on us by whether it's family or me like our family wants the best for us the media mm-hmm. just wants us to keep like spending money and look a certain way because we'll keep buying shit and whatever to like look a certain way or achieve a standard because we're told date someone that's rich date someone that's smart date someone that has x y and z items like mm-hmm. for most likely nobody has all those things a very yeah. small percentage of people have that and it always makes you think of those um those like little those, like, triangle memes where it's, like, rich, funny, or hot, and it's, like, pick, you can only pick two. Like, it's those stupid things. Like, I feel like that's standards. And you're, right. and, again, you can't have it all. Like, it's a joke within a joke at that point.
0: Obviously, funny would be. Yeah. I, I Honestly,
1: funny, funny and rich. Like, I need, I'm tired of being poor. Okay.
0: <laughs> I'm down for that.
1: Right. Well, the thing is, like, i was, and that's another thing I was thinking about. I was like, OK, thinking about standards, like, who do I date? What do I date? Physicality. Do they have to look like something? And I'm like, no, like I've right. always, like I've literally dated or slept with hooked up with what the fuck ever with a wide variety of creed and color of sizes of people. Like I've run the gambit. I don't have a preference. Mm-hmm. I just see something and I'm like, I see it. I like it. I want it. I got it. Like Ariana mm-hmm. told us already. Like I am seven Just rings. Just
0: have another notch on your belt.
1: Yeah, I am seven rings. Like I don't have any money, but <laughs> I have big aspirations of rings. <laughs> Just bring the relatable Jesus. content, ladies.
0: Speaking of, I'm chatting with this doctor on one of the apps.
1: Oh, a and doctor. As he's, he's like, I have no standards right now.
0: Well, he's not <laughs> funny.
1: Oh, And ew. he doesn't
0: use punctuation, which drives me crazy. I don't he's have to a have a period at the end of every sentence, but at least if you're asking a question, they need a question mark oh my god is that too much uh, yeah standards. those are
1: some really those are some really high standards right there punctuation gross i just Whatever. i just
0: i just need a question mark
1: because <laughs> i'm just always confused
0: i don't know the tone <laughs> so i'm fluctuating between <laughs> like because i have always been the person you know what never mind fuck this i know why i started using the full word okay and i hate it so
1: wow that <laughs> was a whole journey within like 20 In seconds my, I know. I know it was five seconds (laughs) wow all
0: right so how do you feel like you've incorporated certain values in your life in regards to like the standards that you've set? well
1: as you've all heard and I've mentioned quite a few times now even this just this episode I have had lots of trauma and lots of shit in my life that's happened just and so right, I, it makes really great content because people don't believe it's real. And I'm like, you want receipts? Especially <laughs> stuff that has to do with like just <laughs> my head went, here's baby. <laughs> <laughs> Come crashing through like the Kool-Aid there. <laughs> oh yeah. <laughs> I think like I was I like when we were talking about this, I was thinking about like what has shaped me a lot recently. And I can say a lot of it, like, yeah exes whatever like that's cool and whatever but they've kind of shown me what i don't want like i it's not that i'm going to see them as failures i think my last boyfriend put it in perspective where he was like honor those times and see what you've always like honor our time together and i was like okay and at mm. first i was real pissed about it but don't tell me what i to do. <laughs> literally i'm like don't tell me what the fuck to do how dare you but i have taken that to heart with like past friendships and like seeing things like social media has been like a crazy thing where they keep like putting back uh, the like time time uh timelines or whatever they bring shit back and they're like oh you have memories oh. from whatever and like that's like that's obviously taking a toll on it but my career honestly has been one of the one that's that's actually helped me gauge standards and like people think i'm insane for working with kids all the time and that's the yeah. biggest <laughs> and, I, and i've told you i think i've said it when we we're talking about dating like that's the one thing people say to me they're like what do you do i'm like i'm a teacher they go ew which for what well the first thing they say for what and i say preschool then i say ew And I'm like, I was talking to a coworker about it, but like working with these kids is very much they they teach me to be very non-judgmental because they don't like the it seems like they're being judgy, but they honestly just don't know what they're saying. They're just genuinely curious and they are very much like untainted by the world. Like they are only the ones that I work with have been from ages one to three in the past five years Mm -hmm. So they very much just like they see us, they talk to us. And like last night we went out with a bunch of um, of our old kids and their families. And like to see that, like love still there, it's so nice because people genuinely do care about us. And like these kids take like like we'll like hold them and we hang out with them and they're like they're like our kids and they're like you guys are like Mm -hmm. our family. And I'm like, I know. And like that for me is like something that I want to instill later on. Like I want those values of like having a close knit family, open communication, being honest. Like the, if you think about it, like all those things I do at work are shit that I want in like a relationship, a personal relationship. Something to start a life with one day. Hopefully we'll see. Mm-hmm. Still a little scary. As as we saw, I made it through like 45 minutes of a date and was like, ah.
0: So Congratulations.
1: I know. So I am really working through my standards. I'll miss an hour right (laughs) almost a whole hour but we'll get there (laughs) maybe uh it's a little lifey but like they've helped me lower and like combat these high standards that i think we hold in ourselves in other people and what we're supposed to want in life like it's really made it very simplistic for me and like and that's the thing like i was streaming too i was just thinking about it i'm returning to streaming at some point this weekend maybe after this i'm not sure But I was thinking about it and I'm like, what do I want to do with these projects? Like, what do I want to do even with the podcast? Like, what what is my goal here? I'd love to know. Right. (laughs) (laughs) But honestly, like the thing, like I've always had the same mentality about walking these projects. I want to have people feel like they're understood. I want to talk about these things. So it's like a public thing and to know people are not the only ones doing these things. I want to give back eventually like monetary wise or like opportunity wise. Like I would love like for streaming, I would love to give somebody an opportunity to be able to do what you and I have done. Even like we're not we weren't Mm. even like huge streamers, but like getting to affiliate and like having those things and like being able to make a living out of it or express yourself or create content. Some people don't have that and can't afford it and can't get to it, don't have access to it. I want to give that back. So that's like it's really like these standards. Like I've had to literally just like scrub them all away and be like, I knew, I want to I want to do good. I want to be a good person. I don't want riches, fames, like all that. Will it help in the long run? Yeah, obviously, because yeah. like these dreams and aspirations I have are very lofty and they will require me to have money and like power and to do all this. But I don't, but again, like uncle Ben told us with great power comes great responsibility. Oh so like I, wanna ha- like, I want to have, like, I want to do that shit. And so that's why I'm like, I don't have time for people to have big lofty standards. I'm like, if we're going to mm-hmm. date or have a relationship or friendship, whatever, I need you to support me. Cause I know I will support you 100%, 100, even 110% if I really like you back. Yeah. So like these standards, like standards to me, I'm like, fuck that shit. I was like, mine are very low because of trauma, but also because I want to grow. Like I like I need to meet all different kinds of people. And if I keep putting limits and standards on things, I'm not going to meet those people. I'm not going to meet different walks of life. I'm not going to get to get experiences that, I, that maybe some people don't get to have. And then I want to pay that forward.
0: It's funny that you brought up that quote by Uncle Ben from Spider-Man because <laughs> mm-hmm. that was actually in this book. And he he brings that up and then he he says, I like the quote even better if you flip two words instead of with great power comes great responsibility with great responsibility comes great power.
1: And that's very true
0: because he has. Yeah, it's 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 all talking about, you know, taking responsibility for your own emotions and the way you respond to things like, yes, we can't control the events that happen to us. We can't control that car that hit us. We can't control the company letting us go. But we can control how we respond.
1: Yeah. Yeah,
0: I I just thought it was funny that you you threw that out there. Well,
1: this- what can I say? I am a, a relationship at like a therapist here. Like I just I'm so on top of it. But then that made <laughs> me think I was watching Poe. That was the other thing I meant to say at the beginning. That was my other story. I started watching Poe's. and uh, one of the recent episodes, it's um, it's not really a spoiler, but uh, the main one of the main characters, Blanca, she's talking to this dance teacher who has taken on one of her kids. And so she's training him and they're just, they're they're becoming like men, like the dance teacher is kind of like a mentor to Blanca. So they're like talking about motherhood and she had to make a choice. And she was like, I feel like I made the wrong choice. I've been thinking about it. It's been tearing me up. Like it's hurting me. And she was like, you are a mother and you made your choice for the family and you did what you thought was best. I was going to keep everyone safe. Your kids may not understand that now, but later on, they're going to understand it was a good choice and they're going to, you're going to earn their respect and they're going to respect you even more. And I was like, mm-hmm. that shit was powerful. I was like, cause that is exactly what power is. Like at work, it's sometimes it's just like this power struggle and like people want, and I, and my cousin, my cousin always hears me say this and she always quotes it back to me because I would say it all the time because all these young kids come into the school and they were like, I want to be the teacher. I want these hours. I want this. I want to do that. But they don't understand you get that power but also you have so much to take on and if you're mm-hmm. not ready to take that on you're going to fail and you're gonna go right flying right back down to the grunt work because mm-hmm. somebody will check you yeah everyone wants the everyone wants the power but they can't handle what comes with it and they don't want to do the work and the jobs to have it and well and that's the same with relationships like everyone's like i want a boyfriend i want this i want a girlfriend i want to get married i want to do this But nobody wants to put the work into themselves to be able to go out and do that. Everyone is capable. Everyone is capable. Most Well, obviously there are some exceptions, but like most people are capable of just going out there. Like if you put yourself out there, you can have what you want, but you need to A, be ready for it. You need to work on yourself and you need to be ready for whatever can come. Rejection. Positivity, Like, you, you need to be open to everything and to feel it. But you need to be right with yourself before you're going to go out there and act silly and goofy.
0: Do you feel like you've noticeably evolved your your standards and everything as you've gotten older? I mean, you mentioned that earlier. They do evolve yeah. and we have to change them as we get older. But
1: I would guess. Like, I mean, like I said, everyone's base starting point is kind of what you're thrown into, what you see. Right. So, like, I, like... I came from. I've grown up with two parents. Like, there's been no divorce. All my, a lot of my friends didn't have divorces, and I wasn't around that, so I don't know those things. So, like, my initial standard was just like, oh, you find a partner for life. This is what happens. You have a kid. You get married. Like, it's I. I'm living like my lens was straight culture, basically. Right. Like the kids, the picket fence, all that, the American dream, which is very straight culture. Now it's moved more towards yeah I can get married. I can have that but I also have goals and aspirations and dreams for myself and I need a Mm -hmm. partner that's gonna have that wants to share that same sort of thing because like I told you guys if I date someone I don't want it to be like one of us overshadows the other like we're both out here grinding doing the best shit like I want to be fully supportive of their life as I want them to be supportive of my life Mm -hmm. so it's evolved from just like the American dream to like I just want to be happy yeah like that's all I want I want to feel normal because like, as yeah. you, like, as we grew up, like, I'm sure you felt the same way, but like, we aren't straight. Like we didn't, we don't have that. Like we don't have access now. What? Like we can't just write. Who would have thought after 30, <laughs> 30 plus episodes. So it's like, I'm not going to have a wife. I'm not going to have a baby. Like naturally, like I can't have a baby. My partner won't be able to have a baby because uh, I'm going to most likely be dating a man you know like a i don't know i don't know and and then that now that seems stupid to say because like i could jade a trans man who knows who the fuck knows but like there might be times where i can't have a biological baby i'm not gonna have the rich house like i chose a career path like like when i think i told you guys when i was younger i always saw myself in this big apartment with a dog and i had a fucking business suit on and now i'm like walking around in hot pants and a shirt to work like what up fuck a suit literally fuck that like what the hell's that i still want the dog though of course. <laughs> and I and like, but like that was the thing is like those dreams are going or change too. Like I was like, I my standards for living, I'm like, I don't need a big apartment. I don't need a big house. Mm-hmm. I just want to have somewhere that's home and that feels yes. safe to me. Those are my standards as like security and just love and yeah. happiness.
0: So this is definitely a an issue and I do say issue oh. in in the South, like growing up, especially with straight girls, The whole feeling like you have to be married by this age, have kids by this age. You're you know, if you don't have your family in order, then what are you doing? Yeah. Looking when I was younger, looking at my life, I was like, I just want crazy executive job. I just want to work all the time and have one of those like where I'm I'm always busy. I'm always going super successful money. Yes. would theoretically come along with that have just like this power couple of a relationship where both of us never have any time and barely see each other and mm-hmm. i don't know why that was like this ideal that i but had But you in see, head. but
1: that but that's the idea like you and i have the same idea basically yeah. it was the same thing this is what we're fed ever since we're young because we like our generation has been like pick yourself up by the bootstraps go 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 you have to do it alone yeah. keep fucking working go 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 and so that's yeah. saying that right now like we never see each other because we're both working because that's what's priority is money and work
0: as i've gotten older i I'm like, I want a family. Yeah. I never wanted kids. I still don't know how I feel about <laughs> kids, but the idea uh-huh. of having a like family, maybe a child, yeah, uh, is really appealing to me and that's what I want. Like I want to have this monogamous relationship. And have like the family and be able to go on trips and have the bullshit and the fights and the long nights and all of that kind of stuff. I don't know why that seems appealing to me now, but it does. Yeah. And so definitely like that ideal and the like standards that I was looking for from a partner have evolved because I used to not have any sort of expectations or really look at a whole lot from someone I was dating, mm-hmm. you know, as far as a future from a career standpoint or their values when it comes to families or whatever. And obviously those, you know, those things can evolve in someone if I'm dating them or getting to know someone, but I am looking for those things now in, in, you know, let's take the apps, for example, in their bios, I'm like, okay, like, it's, it's not like some, somebody necessarily has to be a doctor or some executive or something but i do pay more attention to if someone has more of a career path or a direction uh and that's that speaks more to me about someone that just knows what they want uh because like you were saying the security and the 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 just potential to have that family which is something i never thought i'd say but here we are.
1: Here we are growing. Wow. 30 episodes later, so grown. <sighs> so grown. The glow up is real. He made five friends. Lots of family now. Crazy.
0: I <laughs> have five whole friends.
1: I yeah, have five whole friends.
0: Um, have you ever had anyone tell you that you need to lower your standards?
1: No, because I think they tell me I need to higher my standards.
0: <laughs> you need to raise your standards. <laughs> yeah. I'm sorry. When is the morgue hosting their next like speed dating? Round? Right?
1: Well, no, I think like. <laughs> I think it's a chance to. <laughs> perfect we're going i think it like i think it was katie katie like said it to me recently too like it wasn't like it was that too long ago she was like you you fixate on someone right away and she's like once you have it in your mind that like you like that person you'll keep going but then you'll get heartbroken about it but you don't realize like what that person like they're awful they can be awful and she's like, she's like, that's not a bad thing. You try to look for the good in people. But she's like, you need to step it up. She's like, she's like, don't worry about these. Yeah. Go, go for, go for something loftier. And I was like, I don't want to marry an executive. But but then I'm like, oh, shit, maybe I should. I don't know. I just. <laughs> <laughs> oh, shit, maybe I do. Oh, shit, I need money. Uh, but no, it's, I I feel like I did agree with that. I was like, I do kind of choose the same pattern of dudes. And I'm like, okay. And that's what I've been realizing, I think, since uh, I would say the middle of last year. And so I was like, I need to, like, stop being an idiot. (laughs) I was like, that's why I Mm -hmm. need to grow up. And like when I say these standards now, I was like, these are pretty kind of fucking recent because like a lot has happened in the past year that have been like career wise, friend wise, relationship wise, like dating, all that shit. Like it's taught me a lot. And I was like, okay, you're right. I do need to, like, get it together Like, I need to stop chasing stupid shit that does not matter and stop fretting about it and just focus on what I hold dear to me and like what I want later on in life.
0: Do you feel like you are reevaluating the way you measure the success of a relationship or a part of your life
1: well again like i said (laughs) that's very that bar is very low um (laughs) so you
0: are you're talking about like raising the bar
1: yeah like i should like i should like i should be wanting more out of things and i think i think the ideals that i have like that i've said here like i want someone that has drive i want someone that's gonna that's gonna compliment me instead of complete me like That kind of stuff. Like I've always thought about it, but like when you're in the moment, you kind of forget about it, especially if it's not, especially if you're not like super into the person, like, you know, you might not like fall in love with them or whatever. And like, again, being complacent, like I think complacency comes in there. And so you kind of like wipe away whatever standards you had or like whichever ones you didn't like. And you start to reform these new ones that might not necessarily be great for you as you're just stuck in this relationship and then all of a sudden you're spiraling out of control, breaking up. Everyone's crying like the car's on fire. It's insane. <laughs> you know, I'm basically a Carrie Underwood song.
0: One of the main like bullets that I wanted to to go over is the way we we are measuring like the success of a situation. So specifically, let's let's talk about relationships, a partner I've been frustrated or annoyed before when a partner and I sat around weeks in a row watching TV or playing video games. Mm -hmm. And it's why, why does that frustrate me? Like, why do I feel bad about that? Mm -hmm. Why, why did I feel like I should have been out hiking or brunching? I'm, I'm seeing other people posting these things and fuck that. I spent 48 hours rolling around in Cheeto dust, having sex and taking tequila shots. Like that was an amazing weekend Mm -hmm. to me. And it's just because Brenda felt compelled to post about her like $25 avocado toast that she barfed up later. Why is that making me feel bad that I sat in watching TV all weekend? And, you know, we have those conversations. I've had those conversations with someone, the person I was dating. And it's like, should should we go out? Should we get out of the house? And yes, if that's all you ever do for like years, eh, maybe you should get some sunlight. But I sat down and I was trying to think about like, why do I feel bad about spending a weekend in or multiple weekends Mm -hmm. in. And it's because I, I start to feel like my relationship is only quote unquote, like a good relationship or successful if we're out there and we're seeing people and we're hiking or we're traveling because that's what like all of these Instagram accounts and things like make us feel like we should be doing, we should be out doing things and being seen. And why do you
1: want to feel validated and the validity of your relationship? And like, this is okay. I'm normal. Like, yeah, right. I get it. Do you think you have like a slight case of FOMO as, you, as you're growing older?
0: Uh, FOMO in what regard?
1: Of like going out and doing things and like meeting people and all this stuff. Do you feel like you're missing out on things because you're not going out and having these friends and these experiences that you see other people having?
0: It's always been that way. The only reason that I really started spending a lot of time, like less time going out, is because of the mass amounts of money I'm spending.
1: Because <laughs> I have no control
0: right i don't i will buy the entire bar a round of shots and sing karaoke at the top of my lungs like that I is buy
1: the entire bar i bought it. my
0: i'm like i spent eight hundred dollars this weekend i went out once <laughs> how
1: <laughs> what happened i love you i love your like cold turkey rehab you're just like <laughs> shut it down shut it down now
0: but seriously like uh, just like sitting and evaluating this like the way that we are measuring having a a functional or a successful relationship is something that i think a lot of people need to do and and we don't really realize that we're doing. So Mark Manson, this book, the subtle art of not giving a fuck. He uses this example of his relationship with his brother Mm -hmm. and he says he gets frustrated or sad because his brother and he don't text a lot. He feels like they don't have a close relationship because they don't text or call each other that often. Mm -hmm. And he's like, I, I text him, I call him, but he doesn't, it's not his thing. And so I feel like we don't have a close relationship because that's what he has defined being close to a sibling or to family as being in like frequent contact. And that's not necessarily true. Maybe that's true for some people, but why does that have to be the metric for measuring your closeness with your brother? He was like, we have mutual respect. We have um, mutual trust. And those are things that are more important. Like they're, those are better assessments of their closeness as siblings than just talking to each other frequently. Mm -hmm. So just being able to to sit and say, like, okay well, why do I feel like I don't have that strong of a relationship with my partner? And is it just because you're out here looking at everyone else's relationship and you're comparing yours to yours or you're comparing yours to theirs?
1: Oh, yeah. Everyone always is. You're not supposed to. People do. And like even that's like with with at work, like kids, like all their parents are like comparing each other. Like you're not like that's the number one rule. Do not compare kids. Every kid is different. And that's yeah. another rule here. Everyone's relationship is different. And if it's not yeah. yours, it's none of your business.
0: Definition of success is not a one-size-fits-all yeah. when and it comes like, to any situation.
1: And, like, these people can be out doing all this shit, but they could also be really unhappy. Yeah. And, like, that could be stuff that they're just masking with doing, going by the number rule, by the paint-by-numbers. Here we go. Going yeah. out this weekend on Saturday. Friday, go to a rager. Like, that's just <laughs> what it is. And it's, like, that's what people do. And, like, I... I'm glad I never felt that way. TBH, like I love staying home. It's my favorite thing. But everyone's always like, let's go out. Let's go out. And I'm like, I don't want to. And like and like you could ask all my friends. I literally fight it every single part of the way. (laughs) Even playing, like, I'm not even joking, like sometimes even playing like video games with friends, I'm like, ah, this is exhausting. I can't. And yeah. like, and like, luckily I've had a valid excuse like the past two weeks to actually be exhausted. But like any other time I'm just like, I don't know. I'm, <laughs> mm. I'm like reading this book. I'm like literally laying in my bed just like with my eyes closed. <laughs> I can't. I'm reading. Literally, I'm not even sleeping. I'm literally just staring at the wall because I'm just like, I am so fucking tired. <laughs> I just cannot. I get exhausted. Like socializing. Is I get Exhausting.
0: It. Living is tiring.
1: <laughs> it literally is. Breathing is hard.
0: <laughs> <laughs> breathing is hard. <laughs> do you have any final thoughts? Any takeaways?
1: Have standards. Don't make them high. Give everyone a fucking <laughs> chance. And I, and I don't mean that like sexually, like you don't have to do that. Like your body's a temple. Ah! But
0: <laughs> just like <laughs> spread your legs. Here Train's I, open.
1: Here it is. Who wants a visit?
0: Tickets are free.
1: Atlantis is open. Um, no, I mean like that's a, like I just don't just don't be a douche. Like don't be a douche. Just be. And I guess the biggest thing about standards too is like don't judge a book by its cover. Like TBH. Yeah. You say by its cover letter? No, I don't know what I said. Maybe, but also, but also don't don't judge my cover letter because I'm bad at writing them. Just fucking hire me. I know I'm. I bad. don't.
0: I don't write them. I refuse. If a if a company asks for a cover letter, I'm like I don't want to work here. <laughs>
1: This This is 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 not my kind of culture. This this is pretentious and a little homophobic to be, to be honest.
0: Seriously. (laughs) Writing is homophobic. (laughs) Yeah.
1: As, as he's like, this, this doctor doesn't use grammar.
0: Okay. (laughs) I don't need a full blown paragraph. I just need a punctuation mark.
1: Do you have any more takeaways from your giant notes?
0: All right. Every relationship is different. (laughs) Why would you want yours to look like anybody else's figure out why you define success the way you do. And if it's actually what works for your individual circumstance, that's all I got.
1: But uh, we have Merch. Oh my God. <laughs> I didn't bring it up once this entire episode cause I forgot about it. We. Have-
0: <laughs> so, if you have actually made it to the end of the episode, which I know some of you don't,
1: it's a struggle.
0: We are doing a giveaway.
1: <gasps> what?
0: What? <laughs> what? so we have we have two totes. <gasps> and we obviously will post them on social media. Yeah. But one of them is the Queen Supporting Queens tote yes. and the other is the the Pride 8-bit Perfectly Incapable Heart, which is
1: yes. my favorite. It's so cute.
0: We we would like to give those to you. Yeah. So one of the ways is we want we want to hear what pride means to you. So share on Twitter, on Instagram, I guess Facebook if you use that. Email us. Um, Well, no, we want it on social media.
1: I'm just kidding. Don't email me. (laughs)
0: Um, Share with us what pride means to you. And, you know, obviously tag us so that we can see it. But share that on on your social media and tag us. And
1: oh, but also shout out to my friend Shannon, who like the only reason why I thought about this would be a good idea is because she and her in her discord, she like told us about, she, she for Pride Month, she was like, share what means pr- Pride means to you. And I just like, of course I'm in the hospital, so I'm like weeping emotional already. So I like wrote this giant ass paragraph and I was like, that's what Pride means to me. And I was like, what a good idea, I'm stealing it. So.
0: I like that you're giving this person credit when this is something we already planned on doing.
1: Well, I mean, the thing is <laughs> the way of doing it. I, I gotta give credit where it's I you.
0: said I wanted you, I wanted them to share their pride stories.
1: Okay, then cut that. It's not that. that much different. Cut that one. We'll just
0: cut it. Fuck your discord. I mean, fuck, that's fuck, sweet. Fuck your
1: friends. <laughs> don't fuck your friends.
0: Fuck your friends. <laughs> I haven't fucked anyone listening. Oh, my God. I say that. I actually don't know who's listening.
1: I was going to say, how do you know? <laughs> it doesn't give I just give assume names. the
0: one person I fucked doesn't listen anymore, so.
1: Oh, Lord. Anyways. <laughs> Um, And then the other
0: one is just a superficial giveaway where we want you to share our podcast. So if you share Perfectly Capable, whether in your stories, tell your friends about it and um, like leave us a a rating and review on iTunes. Just take a screenshot of it. Yeah. And we're going to do a a drawing. So we're just going to take everyone that does it. And then we've got this little program that will just like randomly choose a name.
1: And then Adam's going to draw you. He's going to draw out the, the winner with his crayons and a big steno pad. It's going to be great. Okay. <laughs> I didn't make
0: that promise. Lewis did. So uh, if it said, doesn't happen, you listen, can yell at him. You said
1: drawing. So I just assume you will be using your artistic okay. skills.
0: Uh, remember, you can follow us on social media where you are going to share your pride. Favorite thing about pride with us
1: you're gonna share what pride I know means how this, to you oh my god do i know
0: how this promo is working no <laughs> you're gonna share with us what pride means to you and then you're gonna share us so yeah oh Ooh. Ooh. Uh, we're gonna instagram. get to our throttle
1: <laughs> love uh, it instagram
0: and facebook at perfectly incapable
1: podcast oh and twitter at at and podcast did you just say that or did you say oh you said instagram right mm-hmm. i was like it sounded like i think i was repeating it in my head and i was like wait did he just say that it was Patricia
0: (laughs) and um, go check out the totes on society six we will link that that is all oh subscribe rate review wherever you're listening thank you and hope you guys have a great week
1: bye Are we still going to be funny? I don't know what to do. (laughs) I'm hitting stop now.